0: Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. Embracing what's fun with Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Well, they always told me you don't do shout-outs on talk radio. But I'm not like all the other guys. I'm my own dictator on the talk show here. So if I like some shout-outs on occasion, we'll do so. This shout-out's actually going out to a business up in Canton. You see, a guy here at the radio station, he pulled me aside... A few days ago, and he really took me by surprise. He said, Morgan, I stopped into this newish store, the Oakland Fresh Market in Canton. And he said, Morgan, they were playing WTIC 1080. We were both pleasantly surprised because so many times when I go to any kind of a store, a grocery market, a little trinket store, a gift shop, A gas station, convenience store, whatever it may be, they always tend to be playing music in there. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Personally, I get a little bit tired of it because I can always predict, you know, I work in the industry, right? So I can always kind of predict what kind of song, what kind of format, blah, blah, blah. It's a little old and tired and blasé for me. But I think that this is great that there's a place somewhere out there that is blasting WTIC 1080, getting a whole bunch of ideas out there for the listening public. So that was pretty cool. Um, Shout out to you guys up in Canton at the Oakland Fresh Market. Thanks for listening to WTIC 1080. Now, if I find out that you at work or if you as a business owner are playing WTIC, I have to find out about it because you could stage something and I will have no idea. But if I organically find out that you are listening to WTIC actively, I will give you a shout-out. You're not going to get anything else, but I'll, I'll say hi. I'll say hi to you, your customers, your audience. We'll do a little shout-out here on WTIC for those of you who are bold enough to do something other than music. And Spotlight Connecticut, we are going to be bold this week from Greenwich to Grevenerdale, Salisbury down to Stonington. I've got Connecticut covered. I'm Morgan Cunningham, and we're going to focus on one tiny town here in Connecticut. And it's a town that you probably don't think of very much. It's out in Yukon country. And when you go out to Yukon, you probably just think of like stores in Mansfield. But we are going to go over to Willington today, the small town of Willington, where there's an old mill building that has been converted into a performance venue. It's also part museum and part art gallery. And art studio space, but the packing house is where medium Mora Geist from New York performed last night and gave one heck of a show. But I want to bring that show to you, because chances are you missed it last night, and chances are you have no idea what it's all about. I'll help you find out today.
1: This is WTIC in Hartford. Hi, this is Caitlin in Hebron, and you're listening to Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham.
0: And I just got a text, going back to what we opened with, a little shout-out to the Canton-Oakland Fresh Market that listens to WTIC News Talk 1080 overhead. That is just great. But uh, I got a text here from my friend whose father apparently listens to WTIC during the week at work. They sit at their desk, and they're at a cubicle, so they can't go blasting the station. Although, I say you can. That's just me. Uh, They sit and they listen using their earbuds. They like Pastor Will. All right, so George, that guy's name is George. So, George in Bristol, thank you for listening to WTIC at Work. See, I'll shout you out. If I'm in the right mood, if I find out that you're listening, I'll say hello to you. Let's bring on our guest Maura Geist. She's a spiritual medium. She performed last night in Wellington, did readings for a number of people who were there. But how does she do it? Is it real? Those are probably the two big questions that you've got, and we will dig into them on Spotlight Connecticut. Welcome to the program, Mora. Great to talk with you.
1: Hi, Morgan. Thank you so much for having me here.
0: From Upper New York State to go to Willington, Connecticut a few times a year for these medium shows. Why Willington? You know, you you travel all that way.
1: I actually do a lot of traveling around um, different areas, different states. But there's definitely something about Willington. It just um, felt right. The packing house is an amazing event space. It is um, really a great place to go for entertainment. But... There was definitely um, an energy that feels wonderful there, that actually draws me there, and it's one of my favorite places to go.
0: It is a really cute room. It's intimate. It's a little, you know, there's good lighting, but at the same time, it's a relaxing lighting. It's not super bright. It's not super dark. Um, There's this rustic sense about the building because it's previously an old mill building that's been converted, so there's this, when I walk in at least, I feel this sense of history there.
1: Yes, yeah, absolutely. Um, there's so much history in that building. They have a museum downstairs, and um, I love the way they have converted the building. It it has so many different thing, offerings, is the only way I could put it, from offices to an entertainment venue. Um, people have weddings there, but it has a really cozy feel, and um, it does have some... I always go in there, and I can I can actually feel the history, the energy from the, the past, and it's really great energy. It really, like, the souls that were there feel like really wonderful souls. So I actually, that's one of the reasons why I love it, too. So
0: You were just there last night, spiritual medium. Maura Geist is our guest today on WTIC, and I think that we should just start there. What is, if you had to give it a definition, what is a spiritual medium?
1: Everybody, I believe, has is born with an ability of their own, right? So, for a medium, what they are able to do is basically read energy. Um, the difference is there is a thing that they reference to as a psychic medium or a psychic and a medium, and they they basically have the same foundation. The difference is a psychic can read the past, the present, and I always say the possible future because nothing is ever written in stone, and ultimately it's between you and God as to what is going to happen in your future. Um, and a medium can do the same thing. They can read a living person's energy, past, present, and future. Okay. But they can also read the soul of someone who's transitioned to the other side.
0: That is where you kind of specialize. I've gone to your shows, and I know that you connect that way you you vibrate in that regard
1: the reason that I say spiritual first of all for me it's because I do do it from my my belief system my faith so for me it is trying to get people to understand that life doesn't end here it just continues and transforms into a different way of being
0: well how did this all begin for you
1: well when I was younger really young um
0: Like how young? Would you say you're five, six years old?
1: Probably about four or five. I would see people in my room, so um, I would turn the lights on because I didn't like being in the dark. And I was raised Roman Catholic, so I was always afraid. And I would grab my rosaries, put them on my neck, put them on my bed. Um, I didn't really understand why people were in my room. And I would tell my parents, and they didn't really understand it, so... They would just shut the light and tell me to go to sleep and say my prayers. So that has stayed with me. It's just part of who I was, and I didn't really understand what it was until I got older. Um, And it was a little difficult. You know, I thought everybody could see people the way that I saw them. And it's really when I got older in my teens that I realized not everybody sees it the way I see it.
0: Was there ever a time where you wanted to stop, or were you always okay with that?
1: Actually, when I was a teenager, you know, being a teenager is tough as it is. Yes. Uh, You're lucky if you listen to your parents at that age. I certainly didn't want to listen to people on the other side, so I tried to tune it out. I tried for, like, the longest time to tune it out, but at some point, Uh, it's part of who you are, it's part of what you need to do in this life.
0: Did it start off by benefiting you? Was there ever a time where it helped you in a particular case before you realized, okay, maybe I can take this and demonstrate it to other people?
1: There are some funny stories where I wasn't really, I was 19, I wasn't really paying attention, and I tell this story at the packing house whenever I go because I just... Think it's so funny?
0: You do, um, yes. I'm I'm familiar with the tale. Tell I'm everybody.
1: Familiar with the story, right? Um, I was 19, and I was dating this gentleman who was a little older than me, and we would see each other all the time. And one of you know, one night on a Friday, he said, um, "The guy is here um, at work. Got some tickets to go see a Giants game. Would you mind if I went?" And I I thought, okay, that's fine. You know, go ahead. I'll go out with my friends. What actually happened was I I figured, let me go to sleep, take a nap before I would go out with my friends. I actually was in a dead sleep. There was no one home except for my cat. And I heard a voice very clearly say, go to exit two. Now, this is in the middle of a deep sleep. So I'm thinking someone's talking to me. I wake up. I'm like, mom, hello, is anyone there? Nobody was home. So I thought, oh, I must have been dreaming. Let me just close my eyes and go to sleep again. And um, as I started to doze off, I heard it even louder and clearer. So uh, I literally grabbed my keys, put my shoes on, drove to exit two, I met the light, and who drives by? But my boyfriend at the time. <laughs> so I don't think that, you know, I was upset, of course. Um, I would have loved to chase him down, which I did, but but I didn't beat him up. Um,
0: You kept your cool. I
1: I did. I did. Even though I would have liked to just plug him. (laughs) um, uh, What actually happened was it was more for me to be aware of, we're here. We're here to help you. And it wasn't to get him in trouble, but it, it was more of you need to listen so that we can help you. And this kind of applies to everyone. Everyone just listen to that inner voice, the guidance that they get from their angels. um, They would see that it really helps them through their life.
0: But should you always listen to your inner voice and go with your gut, as they say, or should you approach it with some skepticism?
1: The gut feeling we have in our soul or our spirit is kind of our compass in life. It is here to help us make the right choices. But we have free will, so it's up to us how we choose to listen to that inner voice.
0: But it can be challenging, though, sometimes, you know, where you know that the inner voice is telling you to do something that you think is going to be difficult, or you're afraid of the outcome of whatever it is that it's telling you to do.
1: I have a perfect example of this. When I first started doing this, I actually um, was doing, at the time, private home gatherings. And this woman invited me to her home, and she was having something else going downstairs, going on downstairs. And I was upstairs in a different room doing private sessions for people. And what actually happened was um, there was a lot of noise going on downstairs. And I was reading this gentleman. And all of a sudden, we heard shouting. So he went downstairs and I heard very clearly the same way I heard the voice about getting off at the exit, leave. And I was like, I can't leave. This is, that's rude. This is a person's house. I can't leave. So then it started getting louder and I heard the leave get louder. <laughs> and finally, They were yelling at me, get out. So I grabbed all my stuff, I walked out the door, and as I'm pulling out, five police cars are pulling in.
0: For anybody just tuning in right now on WTIC, I'm Morgan Cunningham. Our guest is Maura Geist, spiritual medium. She just did a show last night at the packing house in Willington, Connecticut. That is in Tolland County, kind of Yukon country for those of you who are in that area. It's not that far away from the University of Connecticut at stores. So when you start your show there, you kind of talk about this a little bit. You do an introduction. At some point, you share some of these stories. And I notice from having gone to your show now a number of times, it always gets people's attention. Why is that?
1: My whole goal for doing this is trying to educate people in understanding that Life continues and it just transitioned. Your loved ones are always there. They're just there in a different form. So I think it gets people's attention because they want to know where their loved ones are. They want to know that they're okay. A lot of the people that come to me need closure. They need healing. I do my best. I can't say that I can connect for every person. We're not meant to connect for every single person, but um, the people that I do connect with, those are people that need real closure and understanding of where their loved ones are. Um it is In other words,
0: I can't say to you, okay, Maura, I'm trying to reach out to my beloved grandma Dolly. She died seven years ago. Make a connection. So you may or may not be able to, correct?
1: So when I refer to not being able to connect someone, it's kind of like in life when you meet someone, right? You meet someone at a party and your energy just connects right away. And then you might meet someone else, and it, it's a little bit... It doesn't flow as easily. It, it's that way with all of us. There's okay. people we connect with and people we don't connect with. But in reference to what you're speaking of, I don't summon anyone.
0: Well, I guess I have to ask the question, do you hear from skeptics?
1: Absolutely. Um, How do you address them? That's, um, that's okay, They have every right to be skeptical. I mean, honestly, in the beginning, before I started doing this, I was skeptical. When I first went to a medium, I took off my rings. I didn't say a word. I just gave them my name. I sat down. Um, You know, uh, and they they're absolutely right. They have every right for being skeptical, but if... It is a true experience. The medium will tell you what you need to hear so that you can heal. They will give you the information. I always tell people, don't tell me anything. The less information I know, the better, Um, because I want them to tell me. I don't want to hear it from you. I want to hear it from them. Um, I also say I'm human. I make mistakes. My interpretation can be wrong of the way they communicate. They do not communicate the way human beings communicate. They communicate very differently. We are on a lower end, lower frequency of energy. They are on a higher vibration. Their communication is very different. It's through emotions. It's through thoughts. So I like to say it's a form of telepathy, basically, is how they communicate. So skeptics have every right for being that way.
0: You've got a room full of uh, several dozen people. I don't want to give it a number, but several dozen people at the packing house in Wellington. Nice, intimate setting. So you just kind of walk down. I'm trying to help everybody picture. There's an aisle in the middle between all of the seating. And you kind of walk down, and you start to detect spirits that are in the area and you're able to read them and you just yes. kind of start sharing what they say and then, then what? How does the audience get involved?
1: What happens is normally the way I, I do an event. I always explain the process. I explain explain where the souls are. I explain how they communicate so that they understand what it is, what to expect, and how to respond.
0: And as for that response... The emotions are all over the place. I can tell you that from going last night. And you may be saying, Morgan, this is a crazy topic for an inaugural show. It is, but if you missed it, I'm bringing Maura Geis at the Packing House to you right now on Spotlight Connecticut. Maura, I've got to put you on hold. We will get into the nitty gritty of the process next. Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham. Embracing what's fun with Connecticut on WTIC News Talk 1080. Here's some absolutely useless information that you can take to the dinner table tonight. Maybe you're going to go have a glass of wine with friends. Whatever the case may be, and if you are drinking, do so responsibly, of course. This is something useless that you could use to start a conversation. Uh, It dawned on me that this week means that we are almost done with 2022 and i don't know how you feel about it but time has been just flying by um you know anything pre-2020 to me at least seems like it's a distant memory it's a totally different world pre-2020 2020 dragged on super duper slow irritatingly slow painfully slow 2021 gained some momentum, gone a little bit faster, and 2022, it has been flying by. Before we know it, 2023 is going to be here. It won't be too long from now. But the countdown is on to the year 22-22. (laughs) And you're probably saying, Morgan, what are you talking about? None of us will be here for 22-22. And be that as it may, we are recording this show, so who knows who will have the recording in 200 years. But let it be known that in 200 years, it will be the first time In a very, very long time, that there has been a year without a zero, a one, or an odd number. 2222. Think about it. The last time this phenomenon happened was actually the year 888. Every other year since then has had a zero, a one, or an odd number in it. See, I give you some useless stuff, right? Once in a while. I'll uh, throw a little tidbit at you. It's a Bring that up at dinner. I brought that up with my parents the other day. And they first looked at me, they are like, that can't be. But then we sat and we thought about it, and yeah, it actually can be. I'm Morgan Cunningham. It is Spotlight, Connecticut. We're talking about everything to do with Connecticut on this talk show. This week, we are in Tolland County at a place called The Packing House, where more just last night wowed a bunch of people, made them Scratched their heads, made them laugh, made them cry, basically touched all kinds of emotions in the packing house performance room when she did her spiritual medium reading. Maura Geist, our guest this week. Um, I don't know where the conversation is going to go between now and the rest of the program, but we will find out together. You know, I want to know how does she do these readings? How? This is WTIC in Hartford. Hi, I'm
1: Bill in Plainville, and I'm listening to Spotlight Connecticut with Morgan Cunningham.
0: Before we were interrupted by the break, we were just starting to get into the nitty-gritty of it. We were just starting to talk with Morgan's spiritual medium about last night's show at the Packing House in Wellington. If you weren't there, I am bringing it to you right now. We are exploring it together. In fact, I am probing her more right now and what she normally gets into during the show. She talks about some of the theory, but it's mostly about the readings. But right now, I want to know about the mechanics of the readings. How do you go about doing it? Welcome back, Maura.
1: Basically, I'll feel a presence of someone around. Not necessarily the people that are sitting there, but a spirit. And generally, it's someone um, that is a more dominant soul, Um, the way they are here in life is the way they are there on the other side. So if they were a very loud person, had a big personality, that's exactly how they're going to come in. At times they could be the more dominant soul. So I will have to say to them, you know, after the fourth or fifth time that they've kind of hijacked me, I have to say like, please stop talking so I can talk to someone else.
0: It's funny because I can always tell when you've got one of those difficult personalities, that you're dealing with, because I'll be there in the audience and everybody's kind of all eyes on you. You're going down the center of the packing house in Willington, and then all of a sudden you'll you'll get like a smirk on your face and you'll say, okay, quiet down, quiet down, or something along those lines.
1: Right, right. And it's it's generally because they are the ones that want to be heard. Um, And a lot of times, though, it's the people that truly are meant to get the messages, Will absolutely get the message. Um, You know, the thing people also need to understand: if a person is very private, they will. They may present themselves. I had the situation last night where someone, um, you know, had come in to the event. They, you know, and they just looked very sad. Um, But um, you know, I try not to connect to anyone. I usually leave and go somewhere else and and do my meditation. But um, I, you know, I came in, and I, all of a sudden, this gentleman, he came through initially very loudly, very clearly, and he described what he did. He described his job. I could see him as a person, um, and the thing was, He just wanted his wife's attention and he just wanted me to tell her that he was okay and that he was sorry. But in the same moment, he didn't want to discuss publicly what happened to him. Do you want, so the person he was in life being that private person um, was still who he was. He just wanted her to know right off the bat, very first person, I'm here, I love you, I'm sorry, but I need to talk to you. So in a case like that, I have to tell the person, please talk to me afterwards, come and see me afterwards. They don't want to speak publicly. Um, I, see. I can make them, and I, I won't make them, but when they want to get something across to someone, they will. even if they are quieter, they will absolutely try and push it through. So the attention is given to their loved ones, and the loved one gets the message ultimately that they need.
0: I'm Morgan Cunningham on WTIC. Our guest this afternoon is spiritual medium Maura Geist. She just did a show at the Packing House in Willington, Connecticut. I've got to tell everybody, and I've said it before, there are a lot of emotions when this show happens. You've got people... There will be laughter. I know that there are folks out there that are saying, oh, boy, Morgan, this is a grim topic in the afternoon. But it doesn't have to be. There are times where there are laughs, there are smiles, but there are also times when there are tears, too. So when you're going about doing this, do you keep sensitivity in mind?
1: Absolutely. This is supposed to be a very comforting and healing experience. We heal through tears. It's a form of release. So when someone is actually crying, they're releasing their pain. And I think that everybody grieves in their own way. But ultimately, what needs to come through is that love that is between that person and their loved one on the other side.
0: Laura, who goes to these shows? When I look around the audience, I see a very diverse walk of life out there in the audience at the Packing House. You've got several dozen people making up the room. You've got, from what I see, oftentimes many women. There are men too. uh, in a wide span of ages. Does it matter who you are?
1: You know, no. I get all different kinds of people. The only thing that I, I will not do is read for someone under the age of 18. That is not I don't think some, you know, A minor is able to really understand this process, but I have all different kinds of people, and honestly, what they're looking for is peace. What they're looking for is healing and confirmation that, yes, the signs you're getting is your loved one.
0: You've been coming to the packing house now for how long? Uh, Since before COVID, so maybe four years? Would you say four years? Uh,
1: Probably about five, yeah, about five years, I would say.
0: About five? What is it that keeps people coming back to these shows? Because you fill that room, and you're not even from Connecticut. You're from New York. I think over
1: time, um, I think people came initially for curiosity. I think they, you know, um, sometimes it's an evening out. But I think the people, most of the people that come, they're coming with hopes of being able to connect to someone to connect to their loved one and i wish i could read for all of them but unfortunately sometimes it's more people than i could possibly get to
0: how do they hear about the show is it because it's advertised locally maybe now because of this talk show but you go there about um what twice a year usually yeah so you've kind of developed a following some word of mouth maybe
1: well i think a lot of them now know who I am, so they will they'll get the information from my my website, the packing house, um, word of mouth. Sometimes, if I'm actually if they contact me, uh, so you know they get it in a lot of the information, a lot of different ways. But um, a big part of it is the packing house, though.
0: So. If I may ask, and um, this is just off the cuff. This is spontaneous radio, so who knows what's going to happen. But if I were to ask you right now where you are to see if you could get in touch with a spirit, what what would you hear? What would you be able to tell me about? Is that something that you can turn on and off? Are you detecting anything right now?
1: Well, ultimately, it is up to the soul um, if they want to come through. I generally, normally, it really is very individual uh, as far as the spirit. As I said, sometimes they will, the minute I'm talking to someone, if I was talking, like as I'm talking to you right now, there, you know, there would be a person that would step forward and would have a very big presence and want me to let you know that they are there. Um, Sometimes it's very subtle. So it's... It really is very specific to the soul and their personality and their character.
0: But you're not getting um, anything right now?
1: Uh, well, what I'm getting is a gentleman uh, who is, I'm going to say, I mean, normally I would explain the whole process. The way I don't, the way I see them is not the way that they passed. So okay. if they passed at 80 with cancer, I wouldn't see them at 80 with cancer. I would see them in their happiest and healthiest state. So there's no illness, no anger, no old age. We are literally at our best.
0: And you explain and that at the packing house, uh, just telling everybody she does explain that as part of her beginning.
1: Yeah. Yes, I explain the whole process in the beginning at the packing house. Um, and generally, even when I do one-on-one readings, I explain it that way. But I would explain, saying, I, I have this gentleman here, way I see him is he's in his mid-60s, very well-dressed. Uh, he ha- is a little thinner on the top, but he has like a silvery white um, thicker hair, uh, has, has a great smile, feels very, very um, academic. I feel like he might have uh, done a lot of studying or reading. He I want to say uh, is very, uh, I want to say very good at business because it gives me the sense of being very good with people and definitely managing people. I feel like that was something he was very, very good at in life. And then I would go on to ask you, do you recognize the information that I've given you? I, it would be more than that information. But that's generally how that would work.
0: That's how it would work. And then somebody so uh, just from what I've witnessed from having gone to your shows, somebody would then raise their hand and they would say, "Okay, I I you know, that's my father, or that's my grandfather." Right. But not everybody's going to raise their hand.
1: No. So if there's say 60 people in a room and I'm so what I try to do is give out as much information as I can. A group sit- sitting is different than an individual one-on-one. And I always say if someone's looking to get an actual real closure, the best thing for them to do would be is a one-on-one because you don't know if your loved one's going to come through. But what I tell them is I will give them as much information, as many details as I could possibly give them about this person. And generally, I may get three, four People putting their hands up so if that's the case and all of the information makes sense then I have to keep asking him questions or I have to tell him give me more information what can you give me specifically connected to you that they would understand I will sometimes have at one point um, at the packing house you know I had a gentleman who came in very specific he was in construction he his height what he wore his age how many children he had, that he had an issue with asbestos in his lungs. Um, You know, he was very specific. And, you know, the one mistake I think people make is being afraid to put their hand up because what is going to happen is you may miss a message that's meant for you. And I actually had a woman message me, like, half an hour after the show and she said that was my husband but I was embarrassed to put my hand up and you know of course I gave her a reading afterwards because he came through for a reason but when they're there and they're being so specific and they're trying to get your attention don't hesitate in putting your hand up and acknowledging that person because there is a message there for you from that person Um, if If more, you know, I go to six questions and two people still recognize this information, then I have to go where my physical body is pulled, where my energy is pulling me, which is telling me that I need to go in this direction to speak to this person.
0: Maura, it has been a pleasure to chat with you on WTIC. Any final thoughts on last night at the packing house? Maybe a future show? Um, I, I'm, I'm guessing you don't have a date yet, but I'm sure you'll be back.
1: Yes, I don't have a date yet. Um, but Because um, those people know, in happened. Willington,
0: they absolutely love you.
1: Uh, well, I actually love them. They're really great, great. Um, it's really a great area, I have to be honest, and wonderful people. Everybody that I've met there, they're just the kindest. They're just genuine people that are coming there with their hearts open and it's really a wonderful experience for me and I really do it because I love being with them all so you know and I just the one thing I want to say is you know just remember your loved ones are there with you every step you take you're never alone they're always helping you in their own way through this life so I, I you know I hope that helps them
0: Maura, a pleasure speaking with you.
1: It was so nice speaking with you again. Thank you so much for having me on. It's always a pleasure to speak with you and be on with you, so thank you.
0: I'm not going to tell you what I think because it's not my place to share my opinion. But what I can tell you is that if you were there in Willington last night and you were listening right now, you would say, I pretty much brought the whole show to you minus the readings. You decide for yourself. Spotlight Connecticut. I'm Morgan Cunningham, wrapping up episode number one. Edition number one, program number one, whatever you want to call it. We will be back next week talking about matchmaking and not on dating apps. Ta-ta.